What's up, Vankas? Hello, Vankas. How's everybody doing? How are you? You're listening to the greatest Formula One podcast in the world. All the other podcasts are fucking boring. <laughs> F1 took a break, but we don't we don't take a break. That's uh, right. No a days off for the off. red flags. No days off. No days off. Um, yeah, so a lot's changed uh, for us in our situation. Do we, do we want to talk about that for a second? Like, um, to really sure. get into it? Yeah. I mean, we... Basically, we blew up on TikTok. We're super famous now. <laughs> and we have an intern. Jenny. That's right. I call her Aunt Jenny because she's got real like Jewish aunt vibes. Mm-hmm. It was so funny because in the email, I, I saw Jenny Sue and I thought she was like some Southern belle. And then I saw Jenny Sue Birnbaum. And I was like, that's, that's, that's our right. brand. That, that's, that's our brand. That's right. Yeah. And she went to an Ivy League school, so she's smarter than both of us. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, she has a background in PR. Um, and most importantly, she's obsessed with us, which I think, <laughs> if you're narcissists like we are, is the most important qualification for anybody working for you. Yeah. She fuels the narcissist black hole that we both have. Yeah, you don't buy thirty dollar uh, mics on Amazon and record zooms of yourself if you're not looking for people to tell you that you're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, right. That's right. Yeah, she sent us a uh, you know she she saw our video on TikTok and she sent she sent me a, a, us a DM and said can I send you an email and she sent us a la George Russell when he was pitching to be in Formula One she sent us a a PowerPoint. And how could we say no? Because the effort that was put in was uh, more effort than we put in for this entire podcast. Yes, yes. And um, it was appropriately fawning. So, you know, if you want to work for us, just, you know, <laughs> flattery will get you literally everywhere. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> Also, also yeah. We, wanna, we just want to put it out there. We're trying to, to make us going to Austin a thing. And yes. currently, we have we have someone on the on the um, on the case to try to get us some press passes so that we could be in yeah. Austin and sell some merch and um, you know record some content, and interview some people, man on the street vibes. And if you're a listener to this podcast and you know someone that works for the Austin Grand Prix or know someone that can help get us in the door, then then babe, please DM us on Instagram. Um, yes. Also, got a shout out to whoever gave us the, this is the then we got to we actually got to get into something other than us. Um, but someone get, uh, wrote uh, an amazing review for us uh, on Apple Podcasts, and they called us the caviar of F one comedy. So if you please, you know. Do us, do us a solid and, and, and write those reviews because the more the reviews we have, the more we can um, actually convince people that we're a legitimate um, news organization. Yeah. But um, right now, Jenny's carrying a lot of the load in terms of making us feel good. That's right. Like, in lieu of millions of people, we have Jenny, and it's, <laughs> it's, it's working out quite nicely, I think. But she, it's a okay. representative government, so she represents yeah. she represents the people. So let's get into it. So today is a little bit, you know, it's the it's an off week. We've got Sochi coming up. We fucking blew our load with Monza, and yeah. um, you know, uh, we were kind of like, what should we do this? What should, what should we do this episode about? And luckily, there's a documentary that just came out on Netflix. The our our home base of why we're here <laughs> in the fucking first place. Shout out to Netflix. Um, our dealer. 
our deal, our heroin dealer, um, <laughs> who 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 convinced us that Daniel Ricardo was a, was the king, and then and then lied to us because he wasn't. But now he's the king again. So I'm back on Netflix's side. And, and they were fucking in McLaren. They were in the McLaren paddock paddock for Monza. So yeah. just ready to that episode's gonna be amazing. All over again. And yes. Um, but so we're we're talking today. We're going to talk about the Schumacher documentary, the uh, Michael yeah. Schumacher documentary that just came out on Netflix. Which I hope you you know if you're if you're a real F one fan, you've probably seen it. Um, I think there's been some a bit of mixed mixed feelings about it. Um, mixed reviews. Mixed reviews. Which, which which as people who've worked in Hollywood, we know all about those mixed to poor reviews. That's right, baby. I'm on a I'm I'm uh, in a hotel room about to shoot the second season of a show that for season one got some mixed reviews. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but let's talk about uh, what we thought of it. So Matt, what'd you what'd you think? Well, you know, I didn't know much about this guy, Michael Schumacher, because he wasn't in Drive to Survive. And but we're just stupid, and, and we're stupid Americans who should just stick to NASCAR. Yeah, we should just <laughs> stick to NASCAR because we're a monolith, and that's we're all just moonshine swilling Republicans who like NASCAR. That's right. Um, but stop the steal. But <laughs> so Michael Schumacher was this guy who was like trying to be Lewis, I guess, and. <laughs> He was trying to be. He Lewis was trying before. so hard to be Lewis. Hard it's to like be Lewis. it's like, hey, Michael, like we we get it. You want to be Lewis Hamilton. You want to win Ham- a bunch of championships and not come yeah. from money and be like super yeah. fucking. Uh... <laughs> so yeah, I guess he was the Lewis before Lewis. If if I'm, yeah, he was before Lewis. I guess. Right. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I guess. I guess yeah. he was Lewis before Lewis. Yeah. Um. So like a less cool version of Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> we're obviously kidding. We're obviously kidding. Yeah, well, we, you know, I, we knew we knew Michael Schumacher. What we knew about him was that he was kind of the Michael Jordan of to Hamilton's LeBron, basically. Right. right and right, right. is Hamilton gonna surpass Michael? And yeah. it's looking like that Hamilton's he, doing a better job of it than LeBron. If we're gonna be quite honest, right? But right. LeBron's done a good job, but and I mean, honestly, I mean. Obviously, we're not F1 experts, but we are in the movie industry and the film industry. And I feel yeah. like we could speak with some more authority about, yeah. you know, how the movie was made and our opinions on the movie. And I want to say that, like, the movie was made with the cooperation, heavy cooperation yeah. with the Schumachers. Right. And I think when you make a documentary, you all, it's, this, it's this weird balance that cuts both ways because you want the involvement of the subject but you might not want too much involvement right because then there's too much control and it comes with strings attached like you know (laughs) for example you know hulu had a series it's like the hillary clinton documentary right Right, right, docuseries produced by hillary clinton and i'm like okay right 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 that they had her cooperation but obviously hillary's gonna have some notes right Right. about how it's gonna go conversely if you have a documentary that Hillary Clinton's not involved in, I mean, there's hundreds of those on YouTube, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so it's really hard to strike the perfect balance when you're doing a documentary about having the subject's cooperation but not total control. Right. And I think it's really great that they had the access to all the archival footage, right. the family, that was all the good stuff, but I did feel like it was a bit of a hagiography, you know, 
wore some kid gloves. I mean, they covered his more controversial stuff that we can get. We're going to get into, but I felt it was it didn't go as deep as say like the Senate documentary where they had the cooperation, they had the footage, but I felt like the director might have had a more free hand. Yeah, it was That's a little my bit more ten thousand feet. Yeah. It was definitely like a subjective thing. I mean, even just like the, uh, you know, it, it was v- the music alone was just, it didn't really let you draw too many of your own conclusions. It was like, and here's the part where he's amazing. And here's the part where he's, you know, it's like, it was definitely a lot of that. And, and you know, what? I think that a lot of that is, is, is founded. I think something that, you know, was, was ringing out for me that when I was in the beginning, when I was watching it, I was kind of like, okay, like was uh, how much of, the, the, the family man that he was and how much of, a, of an apparent joy he was to be around, which I think if you, if you think about, like, <laughs> the hard nose and the, like, very disciplined Formula One driver who's, who's highly accomplished, you don't think, like, oh, he must be a fun hang. But so I, was, I, I think I was, I was feeling like this, this guy can't have just been, like, such a great husband and such a great father but then by the I end, think, I was like, but then yeah. at the end, I was like, maybe it seems like he actually was. And, you know, well, like, yeah. What, yeah. Well, I, well, I just, I think it just goes to show that, like, the way his rivals spoke about him. Mm-hmm. Like, Mika Hakkinen. And, like, I feel like those guys might have hated him on the track, but I feel like they respected him as a man and as a person. Yeah. And th- I mean, Mika Hakkinen, Hakkinen or, didn't have to, you know, say all those nice things about him. And, right. I mean, I think it's kind of funny to think about, I mean, just to go off topic for a second, Mm -hmm. um, like the company that he kept and the, you know, the people that are, you know, agreeing to be interviewed and saying nice things about him. You look at, you know, your guy, Esteban Ocon, right? Uh Uh-huh. I mean, look who was at his birthday party. (laughs) Yes. Look at, I mean, his birthday party was, this was at his birthday party. Mick Schumacher, Lance Stroll. Those were the two guys at his birthday party. Yeah. I, I mean, that's rough. That's rough. I mean, it's cool It's cool if you're Mick Schumacher to get the invite. Yeah, but it's also like Mick Schumacher, it's his first – it's like, hey, freshman. His, hey, freshman, yeah. come I, – I, I'm a junior. Come to my birthday party because yeah. – <laughs> You know why? Because none of the seniors or the juniors want to come. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there was always the cool kids – that hung out with the older kids in our year, but then, you know, there were the older kids that hung out with the younger kids, and they're kind of... Because the, the truth is, is that Esteban's been in the league for a couple of years. He yeah, took, he's, been, he's around. been around. He's been around. He's yeah. been teammates with Signs. Ricardo. Yeah, Signs. Ricardo. <laughs> uh, hasn't he been... He was teammates with Ricardo, wasn't he? Um, no. Were they... Did they overlap? I think he... I think he... Did he take his job? No, he took science. Yeah, I think he, he might have taken. He took. He might have taken his. He job. was in there. He was around. Whatever. He was around. Whatever. Ocon's been around. He's a Mercedes driver. He could have gotten maybe <laughs> Russell there. He could have gotten. Lu- I mean, Lu- I mean, Lewis, Toto, Toto's. I mean, where are those people? Yeah, for you to for for you to be like, hey, Lance, wanna. <laughs> Especially when, especially when, like Ocon's like the guy who comes from the humble background, and he's like, it, it, you know, it's going back to the Drive Survive episode, but they're like, you know, Checo with his silver spoon, he's taking my job, 
and Checo's just had it easy, unlike me. And then he's like, "Hey, Lance Stroll, like, hey, buddy, buddy, Lance, let's fucking go." Yeah, that yeah. was that so was bleak. Just, that was that, that was bleak. bleak. That, that was bleak. Was... And then to post about it, not only that, but then to like post I about am, it. I am I am confi- if I am Esteban Ocon, I am confiscating everyone's phones. <laughs> <laughs> they cannot know that these are my only friends in F1. Or yeah. Lance and Mick, a fucking rookie. It's crazy. It's humiliating. Anyway, the point is, is that shows you the kind of respect that Esteban has versus Mick Schumacher. Not Michael Schumacher. <laughs> right. Right? Yeah, well, he definitely, yeah. you know, I think what was interesting, What one of the big notes that I took from it was kind of, it seemed like, he was a person who was able to like compartmentalize his life. Yes. Yes. He seemed like he had all the psychoticness, the, like the psychosis on track of like a Max Verstappen. Yeah. But he was also like in touch with his emotions. Like right. when he was weeping. Yes. When he, when he passed Senna. When he, yeah. He tied Senna for like second. He tied most Senna. Victories. He just starts like weeping uncontrollably. That and was then inc- all the other guys are yeah. like standing there uncomfortable being like, wait a minute, we're men. We're not supposed to be doing this. this <laughs> yeah. Is, we're, we're robots, right? We're robots. Yeah, yeah. And, and he's just sobbing uncontrollably. I'm like, this was a complicated guy. Yeah, really. And I feel like we only got the tip of the iceberg in this. I, I, I got the feeling that this guy was very complicated. And, but I, I you know, there are these, there are these, um, I think Senna did this, and I think even like an Amy Winehouse, the Amy doc, uh-huh. like that, that used that didn't lean on Talking Heads as much. Right, right, and right. Just gave you the archive, the raw, the you, raw information, just the raw footage. Just yeah. let you live with this guy. Just right. let you follow this guy, and like little bit of vo goes a long way when you're just with the guy. Like, yeah, or, you yeah, know, yeah. D.A. Pennebaker did this movie about Bob Dylan called Don't Look Back, mm-hmm. and you're just with him. Right. You're just a fly on the wall, and you're just there. Yeah. They did it to some extent with The Last Dance. I mean, that's another thing that, that, that I feel like this is kind of Michael Schumacher's version of The Last Dance. You yeah, know, we just don't have, like, it would it would have been. The Last Dance. Yeah, you just don't have the actual, it's like there you have, like, Michael Jordan and all of his craziness to be able to talk, and you just you just don't have that that same ability because of uh, his situation. No, I'm not even talking about Mike when Michael Jordan's being interviewed. I'm yeah. talking about like when they're just showing the footage of him playing like when he's just gambling with his security guards like <laughs> a fucking psycho. Yeah. You know, and he's like taking their money. Yeah. And like that's how crazy competitive and lonely he was. Like that bit of illustrative action. Right, right. Speaks volumes. Speaks so much more than like yo, Mike was competitive. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, <laughs> we just see it. We just right. see it. We're just with him. Right, like, right. And there was a lot of, like, talking heads that I'm like, what are they even contributing? Like, he had Willie Weber, his manager, who said, when they're trying to explain his 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 drive. And the fact goes, that he can he can never, um, it was the, 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 the lead up. Wrong. The, the lead up was that, like, yeah. the, you know, there's there's the moment where he, he, Clearly crashes into the into this guy. He clearly just like fucking fucking jerks into it was this guy. Jacques Villeneuve. Yeah, who we'll get into in a Crack. second. But but yeah. but um, you know, he 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 clearly crashes into him, and he was in the garage just being like, I didn't do anything wrong. No 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 no, yeah. I didn't do anything wrong. And then they like showed <laughs> him the clip. Me. Yeah, he crashed into me. And then they they showed him the clip, and he was like, uh, uh, No, I, I didn't do it. No, that, no, that no, wasn't no. me. I didn't do anything wrong. And uh, yeah, the guy says. He says, Willie Weber, his manager, says, 
Well, you know, the thing about Michael that you need to understand is that he's a Capricorn. And my eyes just went out of my head. My whole entire head exploded. I thought this was a serious... I was like, oh, I thought we were... Wa- I thought I was in a serious documentary here. He's, he's a Capricorn? Yeah, I'm like... That explained... Like, am I, am I on a bad a date? Yeah, am I on a hinge date? Am I on a first hinge date in LA? Although there are a lot of people in LA that would watch that and be like, oh, that does explain You're like, it. of course. Oh, he's a Capricorn. I wonder what his fucking moon is. Yeah, what is, what is rising? Is. What's his rising? What's his rising? <laughs> like he said it like this was his like it was Citizen Kane and this was his rosebud. Oh, he's a Capricorn! It makes so much sense now. Yeah, it was wild. The that's why we didn't. That's why we didn't need that many talking heads because yeah. th- you know that there's there's too many people who are you know twenty years out of the out of the actual events. When you're twenty years out and you have this much dialogue and you leave in, well, you know when you know Michael's a Capricorn. That's when you know that uh, maybe you have too much interview uh, I, I, No, I mean, it's just, it's just, do- it's filmmaker malpractice to have left that in. <laughs> and then he's explaining to us, like, we don't know, like, what a Capricorn is. Right. See, the thing about Capricorns is they're really <laughs> stubborn. And it's like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Is this some astrological show? All yeah. of a sudden, it's cr- I- I felt like I was on a bad hinge date. Yeah. It was wild. That was, it was, that was I, wild. It took me so far out of the documentary. <laughs> I it know. Took me, my, it, it took me up to the stars. It really did. Um, <laughs> that was wild. And like, yeah, I'm a Capricorn. It doesn't explain, sh- like, I would never crash into somebody and then say <laughs> it was their fault. You know what I mean? It doesn't explain shit. Right. I, so, and also there's a lot of stubborn signs like they all kind of yeah it's a cold reading bullshit thing right, right, right. anyway it, 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 <laughs> i i'm not a big fan of ast- astrology <laughs> sometimes um, i just say other things they're like i'm a capricorn but sometimes i'll just say oh yeah i'm an aries and they go oh yeah, like yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter what i say it's right. always like oh yeah that explains it, <laughs> it, explains it. i just fucking made it up <laughs> Um, um, but I did, but I feel like it did teach me for someone who doesn't know anything because right. I'm a dumb American. It taught me about, it gave me a, it was a by the numbers, like this is his life. He came from a modest background. Right. He got into F1, uh, by chance. Um, they left out the best part, which is how he got into F1. I actually learned about this. Yeah. Um, basically there was this guy, Bertrand, Bertrand Gaucho, his French guy. Okay. He was, uh, he was, um, he was, before the race, he was in England, and this guy kept brake checking him. This cab driver kept brake checking him, and he, he rear-ended him gently to, just, just to be a dick, just, just to fuck with him. Didn't cause any damage. The cab driver got out and started attacking him, and this guy's in French, and in and in France, you can have tear gas, not pepper spray, uh-huh. not mace, the <laughs> shit that, like, cops use to... to break up a crowd. <laughs> to, to, to break up certain kinds of protests. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so he fucking tear gassed the guy, and what he didn't understand was that in England that this is a crime, like this is a, like a, like a weapon. <laughs> <laughs> 
could be wrong, but I think they were told like he should take a plea deal. He should plead guilty and just take a fine or whatever. But it it would have um, violated the morality clause in his contract. And Eddie Jordan, the owner of the team, would have used that as a way to fuck him in the contract. Right. So he's like, I was self defense. I'm going to fight it. And the lawyer's like, Yeah, you'll fight it. And you'll probably win. Yeah. He fought it. He was found guilty and sentenced to 18 months in prison. Oh my god. Yeah. That's what happened. And they left that. They, they left that out of the documentary. <laughs> they, they left in the thing about the Capricorn. Left that out. That's how Michael Schumacher <laughs> That's got so his first crazy. Drive. Yeah, yeah. And so then he got to drive. Uh, he, That's he amazing. Piece. He, yeah. He yeah. Well, it's, it's also he. He and and you know it's like it. It's interesting. It's like funny watching something like this where <laughs> you know understanding things about formula one and i think it's racing in general but like I, i'm i don't care about other racing other than formula one but like <laughs> that he's racing for you the united colors of bennington <laughs> yeah bennington is the united colors of bennington which was a clothing brand which I, when I, I didn't i didn't know that yeah so they're a clothing brand and and in when i was growing up <laughs> in the columbus circle mall in the mall in Columbus Circle, they had a United Colors of Bennington, and I went through like a four-year period where I was like, I have to buy all my clothes from here because I was like trying to look like I was like a cool European, like sleek, cool European. They had like a bunch of like plaid vests and like they were kind of like this random. I remember I found it and I was like, this place has so much cool stuff. And then like, how old were you? This was like in high school, like ninth grade. I like discovered it in like in like ninth grade, and I was like, I'm gonna get like you all were my the stuff you were here. the you were the Europe is actually cooler than the United States. Yeah, Europe is actually cooler than the United States. You I'm ain't Nutella like like Latifi. Exactly. So I um, yeah, like then all of a sudden I'm looking at this thing. I'm like, oh my god, like the clothing brand that I thought was really cool in ninth grade is the people was who winning like was winning multiple championships with Michael Schumacher. I mean, is it any more random than a fucking energy drink when you think about it? Yeah, I guess it's not. It's. it's um, I guess energy drink is like, yeah, it makes you fast and crazy. I mean, AlphaTauri is also a clothing brand. Well, but they're a little yeah, bit more because, like... Well, no, but they're related to Red Bull. I mean, they're related they, they to can't, Red they Bull. Can't, they just can't... They're like, hey, why don't we have a fashion brand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. can't <laughs> also be Red Bull. They have to be something else. Right. So... But we all know what it is. It's yeah. just it's it's a front. <laughs> it's, yeah, like it's nobody a, buys the Alpha Tauri clothing. It's a it's yeah. like a yeah. It's, it's like, like when you go like a mafia thing, right? Doing the pizza joint, you're like, this is just a. It's front. a money. It's, it's a money, under, money, money laundering. Money laundering from the front. <laughs> yeah. Where they um, decide what they want to do with Pierre Gasly. That's yeah. So then Mike. What it is. So Michael Schumacher po- pops onto the scene from from the first. From day dot, as they'd say, from day dot, he's there and he he quali qualies uh, P seven, and winds up starting P five in that race, and everyone's like, no, "Holy shit, who the fuck for, is this for, kid?" For Jordan, for Jordan's team. Oh, that Not wasn't for Bennington? Bennington. No, what happened was is Eddie Jordan ran this shitty little like oh. by you know fly by night, seat of his pants, like, never had any money. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, yeah. why Bernard Grouchot fought it, because he knew Eddie Jordan was a shyster. Gotcha. And, uh, and then, and then, um, and they were going to pay, Willie Weber was going to pay, or Weber was going to pay, like, 125 grand to let Michael into that seat, to give Michael that chance. Right, right, right. So he right, took right. the money, 
And then I think he actually used, he actually had the rights to Michael and actually sold Michael's rights to Benetton for a lot of money. Wow. So, cause, so yeah, if he wanted to, he could have raised Michael, but he, he, wanted the, he needed the money more to keep the lights on. Right. Um, so then he went to Benetton for, you know, and he won those championships for two years. And then the craziest thing happened. He, he won two years in a row, and then Nicky Lauda said, you should come to Ferrari. Mm-hmm. And then Michael said this thing that is now echo, has echoed in our heads before, which is, you know, he had to go. It was Ferrari. And it made me so, like, isn't that, haven't we heard this before? Yeah. Like, Ferrari is so annoying. Can I just say? <laughs> yes. Yes. They're let's so fucking, annoying. Let's fucking get into that. They're the Lakers of Formula One. The Lakers are Formula One. They they're so they're no they, no no, they no, you no 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 they're not because the Lakers fucking win every now and again. So does Ferrari. Mm, do they? They won they the three won years the, with won, Michael. They won five times with Michael. Let's they not won, get oh, oh, sorry, let's sorry, not sorry. get burned alive. They won five times with Michael. You're right. You're <laughs> they right, won you're five right, times yeah. with Michael. <laughs> then they won with they won I think a year or two with Kimmy. Oh right, they won. They won. They won. They here's what happened: is they won a bunch of times in like the fifties. Right, and then but and the, then they won in the seven. And then I think they won. They won, and the, then they won with Lauda in the seventies and eighties. Right. Yep. And then they were not as good. Yes. But they had the Ferrari brand, the Ferrari yes. name, and they were in Italy, just kind of yep. like the Lakers are like they, the, the the buses can run it into the ground, right? But you know LeBron wants to live in LA, so they just get LeBron, right? And through no skill of their own, yep, they luck into talent, yep. And Michael, and it's the same thing with like Charles Leclerc or Signs. It's like is Ferrari good? No, but they're like we got to do it. It's Ferrari. Yeah, what, what are we going to say? Like, we're, we're not going to go to Ferrari. Yeah, maybe you go to McLaren <laughs> with the genius Zach Brown, like or you know. So I mean, it's well, think just, about how many. You know, think about how many this? championships uh, you know Schumacher would have won if he had gone to McLaren. Right, he immediately he didn't go gone. to McLaren. He didn't go to McLaren he, just because he wanted to be in that brand, which is it's admirable. It's admirable that he's like, no, I want to build something from like I want to build this place back. I want to basically win with the Knicks and right. be worshipped. And he right. did. It would be like if he took the Knicks to five titles right. and you're right. like, this right. guy's a right. god. So he actually pulled it off. But the premise of like, I gotta go to Ferrari mm-hmm. is crazy. They're the rich kids. They're the, they're the old money rich kids who just get things given to them. Did you know that they just get like tens and tens and tens of millions of dollars just for showing up in F1? Ferrari does. Ferrari does. F1 just gives them... So there's like Money that so every team gets thirty five million. Yeah, just for showing up. Then you get money based on where you rank. Right. First gets like sixty something million. Second gets like forty some fifty something million. And then and then Ferrari just gets an extra like eighty million. <laughs> just for like no matter what. Yeah. They just get it because they're Ferrari and the brand is important. Otherwise, like because they they're afraid they're gonna leave. Right. Or something. It's crazy. The rich just get richer. So they're the old money, I've realized. They're like their old money. Right. And Red Bull's like the fuck you new money. <laughs> yeah. If F1 was Titanic, Ferrari would be the, like, Rose's, like, bitchy mother, you know? <laughs> uh-huh. And 
or, or you know, or um, Billy Zane. Uh huh. And and Red Bull would be Kathy Bates. Right. The one who's just throwing her weight around, being like, "I got money, bitch. Yeah. What's good? Check <laughs> out like... this energy drink." <laughs> and, and all the and all the old money is just like, mm. "My word." Mm. <laughs> That's mm. so fucking true. What is this energy drink? You know, soiling this uh, sport. You yeah, know? and it's like, it's like you don't uh, use uh, coals in your engine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Our engines are man-powered with goals. <laughs> um, yeah. So well, no, yeah. I, I'm looking through the tri- So I'm looking through the the Ferrari F1 championships. And I'm looking at these dates, and there is some like there's some years where they won the constructors and they like didn't win the drivers. So, but we don't give a shit about those because we let's let's talk about the drivers championships. Um, so they won Fangio in, won a bunch. They won in fi- 1952, 1953, 1956, 1958, 1961, 1964. Okay? So for the for the 50s and, and the early 60s, like, they were kind of they were kind of the guys. But my right? Ford Fiesta was faster than those guys. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> then, after 1964, nothing until 1975, and then 1977 yeah. and 79. So, and then in the 70s, that, they had... They that, had uh, was that, that was louder. That was louder. And then nothing from '79 for 21 years. They don't win a fucking drivers' championship until Schumacher comes in in 2000. And so when it's crazy. And then so they won in it's, 2000, 2001, 2002, 2003, 2004, and then nothing. And then when you know Kimi won in 07, that's the last time they won a drivers' championship. For, but here's the thing. Here's what's crazy about it: is they wasted like. Five years of his, four or five years of his prime. Yeah. Like, he wasted, like, he could have gone, he, if he went to, he could have had 12 titles. Well, if he right. played his, you know what I mean? He well, could have had the way thing more is, titles. Yeah, you, you think about he poor Seb. Or McLaren. Think about poor Seb. Seb, well, like, Seb won four titles. Seb with, went to Ferrari. Yes, and Seb went to because Ferrari. Because it was Ferrari. And it was because, also because it was Michael. Because he's German, and he wanted to be like Mike. He literally wanted yeah, to be oh, like Mike. Oh my God. So Seb's, like Mike. Seb's in Ferrari, Seb's in fucking Red Bull, wins four championships in a row, and then Ferrari come, comes in and goes, "Darling, why don't you come? You want to come race with us? Look at the red car. I mean, it is yeah. so beautiful. You really must look at it." And then Seb's yeah. like, "You know, well, Michael did this, and then it was fucking. He couldn't get and shit then, done there, and he got close. He then, got close, but he couldn't fucking. He, it was. It was ultimately." Like a fucking it was a, dumbest it was a failure. Was it, he should have stayed at Red Bull. He should have stayed at fucking Red Bull. Should have stayed at Red Bull. But Ferrari comes in. Ferrari comes in with their fucking leather shoes and they're drinking cappuccinos. And, and, they, and they got those red cars. <laughs> the red cars. Those Marlboro Reds. And and meanwhile, and over here, Christian Horner's doing injections of fucking Red Bull into his fucking into his fucking veins. And, uh, you know, people think, I don't want to be with that. I want to be with these guys. They're so classy. And I'm, like, thinking to myself, I'm thinking to myself, do you know, like, a driver's championship with Red Bull is just as valuable as, like, you're still a champ. Like, it doesn't, you're not more champion if you win with Ferrari. I guess it is. I guess because you're just more worshipped. Cause they just, yeah, cause it's like, it's, it's the fan base is crazier. It's, it is, it's literally like, it, like, if, you know, if LeBron came to New York and won a championship with the Knicks, and it would just be like, but they're the fucking Knicks. And you, yeah. you want it in New York. Like, that. you're a certified but here's the thing. legend. But here's, the thing. 
here's the thing is is that is that people in the NBA realize that the Knicks like they don't care anymore. Like Kevin Durant's like I yeah, I don't care. Like right. I'm going to go to the Nets. Like the mystique only goes so far. Right. Although now with the Lakers, I mean the Lakers were run by uh, Doctor Buss's kids into the ground. Basically, they yeah. was just basically the Kobe farewell tour for like three years. <laughs> right. And then LeBron was basically like, I want to make movies. I don't want to play for the Clippers. So right. I'll play for the Lakers, and they just lucked out because the rich just fucking get richer. Yeah. You know, and they're anyway. So yeah, the Ferrari mystique, <laughs> well, and that's why you, you need. Know, that's why you need Americans. Yeah, that's why you need outsiders. <laughs> you need outsiders to look at a sport sometimes because you're like, wait, this is fucking nuts. <laughs> this is yeah. insane. Yeah, you're all red pilled. You're all literally red pilled. <laughs> being a Ferrari fan is literally being red pilled because you're just like, oh yeah, like this is just normal. This is totally fine. It's funny. So so Kath, so my girlfriend's dad is is watching Drive to Survive right now, and he's kind of like texting. The two of us, even though, like, he's really just, like, asked, it's just me and him are having a conversation that, like, she's also just on the text thread. But he, are we um, getting Kat's dad on the pod? We, yeah, we could totally get him on the pod. He's <laughs> the fun, he's literally the funniest person in America. Um, <laughs> but he said, um, he was texting and he was like, um, well, first he was like, why doesn't Jeff Bezos have a team? <laughs> <laughs> Amazon's said, getting involved. Rumors are there are rumors that Amazon's getting involved. Oh in, yeah, in sponsorship. Oh nice. But yeah. Anyway. So he he was like, uh, he first he says like, why isn't Porsche? Why doesn't Porsche have a Formula One team or Honda Acura? I was like, you know, they're trying to get Porsche. They're trying to get another like actual like manufacturer and constructor involved. Um, but then he he just says, it's so bad for Ferrari's image to not be winning. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. I said, yeah, they haven't won since 07, and before that, uh, and before Schumacher, he hadn't, they hadn't won since, like, 79. He said, sad. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but their ops team is assholey. Um, I don't know what that means. I said, but yeah, but now they have these two hotties. Driver can't win with shit cars, so they'll be leaving. Seb's already leaving. <laughs> He's just like, it was literally, it's literally today, unbeknownst, like, that we were going to get into this tonight. Uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, this, you know, an outsider kind of came in and said, "Like, wait, isn't Ferrari supposed to be good?" <laughs> yeah, and, and 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 everyone thinks that like it's just the everyone's in the sunken place with Ferrari. Yeah. Um, another great, you know, there was a lot of fat in this documentary. A lot of yeah, a lot yeah. of a lot of sound bites we didn't need. Uh, the, the, when the journalist was like, there was a freshness about him. His skin was very tight on his face. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. What the fuck, like. <laughs> You don't even need to put any everything like as a filmmaker. You don't need to put everything someone said about someone in the documentary. You can leave some things out. Also, can we just talk for a second about how wild Europeans look? Yeah, like yeah, how yeah. insane they look. Like, right, they just have way more dramatic features. Like Michael Schumacher, he's got like this big nose, which I have. I have a big nose, but he also has like Jay Leno's chin. The you know chin is wild. And the chin is insane. <laughs> Everyone in Germany, because I feel like Germany, like, you know, America's like a melting pot, so everybody gets kind of like uh-huh. winnowed down a little bit. Uh huh. But like, in, 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 but everyone's like, especially in Germany, they kept everything kind of uh-huh. you know, tight, yeah, tight. Genetically. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah, right. They kept it tight. No, it's true. Uh, 
everybody's got like insane, like recessive features, just crazy, like Mika Hakkinen. <laughs> I mean, everybody on the grid looked like a fucking 80s action movie villain. It was totally. insane. Mika with his crazy blonde hair, but then he's like a sweetheart. Then you oh, have yeah, Jacques Villeneuve. Well, yeah, no, because it, it, it's like when we say Europe, what we really mean in this instance is just like, Germany, Sweden, um, Denmark, Norway, uh, Norway yeah. Finland. Finland. Yeah, like, yeah, like, just like kind of that little pocket of like Northern Europe. Uh, it's not like, like people, English people, that's, it's not, that's not the case. And, you know, in, in Spain, not the case. Italy, not the case. But like, there's something about that little pocket where it's, it's true. It's literally like, it's literally not to call it. It's it's inbreeding is what it is, <laughs> <laughs> and it, there's just something. It's like yeah, like you ever walking in Times Square? Their and you brows see are really and... big. Their yes. one nose, their 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 nose is big. Their their head is just like square. There is something yeah. just wild about how these these whites. Features. They're they're very distinct whites. These whites, yes. these whites are unlike some other whites. Yes. Yes. There's something about these whites that, um, yeah, their skin is tight. That's a that's a way to say yeah, it. The skin is tight around their face. Uh, you, <laughs> like you ever walk in, you ever walk in Times Square and you see yeah. a family that's all like six six and above, <laughs> yeah, and like just 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 blindingly white, yeah, and you're like, you'd bet your life they're not American. You just bet your entire life, uh, yeah. Everything you're like, there's no way These they're gonna be like. Yeah, th- they lean over and they're about to ask you a question, and and you know it's gonna come in a thick accent. Right. Well, the American version it's of that is like. It's never gonna be like, hey, you catch the fucking Knicks game? That shit yeah. was crazy. No, <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. That's not what New York is. That guy is gonna be Italians. Five, seven. Italians and Jews are just like they're they're this. Squat. They're just they're they're, just, they're compressed. They're compressed yes. versions. It's you know like yeah. the American version of that is like the Gronkowskis. Like the Gronkowskis are kind of like the American version of that, but like if you saw like yes. the Gronkowskis walking around Times Square, like you'd be like, those guys are so fucking American. Yes. yes. <laughs> They'd be like picking yes. people up. There's something about yeah. like there's something about like when you're six foot four and you're like just ad- adhering to the um, you know societal norms. That's like unnerving. Do you know what I mean? No. It, it's like if you're if it's like when Gronkowski if, if someone's that huge you just like I, I kind of want them to just be like yeah like things are different for me than they are for like all of you like the Gronkowskis would just be like pushing people over get the fuck out of my way like cr- climbing on top of things that's what I want like a huge person to do but there's something also about like the decorum of like kind of the northern europe thing where you have like someone who's like 6 foot 4 all of his brothers are 6 foot 4 and they're all like wearing suits and ties and they're like yeah. waiting at the crosswalk until it says green, and then they walk. Yeah, there's something that's yes. just like, whoa! Like you're 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 not like it. You're you're a machine. Like yeah. like a Gronkowski is like an animal. Like they're like those are be- they're beasts, and like they're <laughs> and like we're getting to some strange like quasi racist territory. Yeah, here, but so. we're talking about white people, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> we, can, we can call we can call white people whatever the fuck we want. <laughs> yes. I mean the look the the people looked wild. The outfits were crazy in the eighties. I mean, um, in the in the nineties. I mean, can we just talk about how Senna just looked like fucking Carlton? Carlton from Fr- from Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Oh yeah, with his like sweaters. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Senna yelling at Senna yelling at 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 um 
at Schumacher after he, uh, you know, after he bumped him in that race. And he's like, at this point, because he's been out of the race for so long, he's just like in his normal clothes. And he's just like wearing yeah. like a yellow, a yellow, like, um, you know, crude sweater as he like kind of like, you know, scolds he, and yells he, at Schumacher. No, he puts his arm around him like he thinks he's going to be like a big brother to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, he's like, I'm going to use my, my big guy aura. Mm-hmm. To be like, maybe he'll be sort of swept up in the fact that I'm like being his friend. Yeah, yeah. But really, it's like I'm trying to get in his head and get him yes. to slow the fuck down. Right. It's like, come here, young blood. Like, let me give you some advice. But really, yeah. it's like probably just some fucking like, mind games. Apparently, uh, mind games. I mean, apparently, Kobe did this with uh, Russell Westbrook. Like mm. Russell Westbrook when he was in uh, OKC, like worked out with Kobe. And Kobe was like, hey, you know, you're so talented. Like, you know what? You should be taking more shots than Kevin Durant. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, he just, and, he just you know, ran in the and, and Russell Westbrook's like, yeah. yeah. It's like, you're better than Kevin Durant. He's like, I know, I am. <laughs> and then Kobe was like, yeah, baby. That's right. Let me just watch his team fall the fuck apart. <laughs> it's like the old guy. Some men, some men just want to watch the world burn. No, because like they these guys they look up to these guys and right. then they're racing them and they try to use that against them. That that is right. like oh the you're I not going to make an aggressive move. You know, what you're going to crash into Senna? You're going to crash it. You're oh what you're going to do a hard foul on Kobe? You're gonna yeah. you're gonna tackle Tom Brady at his knees? It's like these guys have such reverie for them. But uh, yeah, Schumacher didn't have any. Schumacher you know kind of wasn't having any of that. And, well, uh, he I did, think, but that's the thing is he did kind of worship Senna. He did, he yeah. He did love Senna. And but on the track, Senna, on but, the track, but he, on the track, you know, no, he didn't give way. a fuck. <laughs> um, also, like the other thing is like I was noticing that like could mix T-shirts have been any tighter. Michael Schumacher's T-shirts could Michael <laughs> Schumacher's T-shirts have been any tighter? I feel like F one is just constantly fat shaming me. It's like, <laughs> look how skinny these guys are. They're yeah. so skinny. They're so Look at my skinny little racing outfit. Look at my skinny little t-shirts. Look at my skinny little jeans. It's like, Jesus, I get it. You guys are skinny. <laughs> you know? So true. You're so skinny, and then you get weighed after every race to yeah. just remind the you way, how skinny you are. <laughs> yeah. And, and the way they, I mean, I said this before, but I'll say it again. The way they get on the scale after every race so nonchalantly with all their shit on, with their yeah. helmet, their boots, their gloves. I mean, if I... Was getting weighed, I would be taking everything off my fucking gloves. My, I'm like, because if I wore that, I'd be 300 pounds if I wore all that shit. Yeah, you know, if if, if we were gonna make if we were gonna make a film, because we you know we we both work in the film industry, if we were gonna make a film <laughs> about Formula One, what it would actually make just like a short like a horror movie, and it would be a short, and it would just be like, oh, like you got bumped up, and like now you're here, and you have to like step on the scales, and you have I, to face everyone, and just I'm see how much of a piece of naked. shit you are. <laughs> I'm getting fully naked before every weigh in. It's like up. Oh. Ellis often he's That's getting right. naked again. And we're and thank God we're both circumcised. These guys have extra skin on their body. <laughs> if, I actually think if somebody told Max, like, hey Max, you're losing like ten one thousandths of a second because of your foreskin, he's like, someone get a moil. Cut this shit yeah. the fuck off. It's 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 causing extra drag. <laughs> Um, um, but 
you know, I thought, it, you know, uh, you know, you learn about his career from Benetton through, you know, his, his sort of lean years in Ferrari where they couldn't get anything done. He's with the mechanics and he's, they're all talking about like what a good guy he is, knows everybody's name, staying late at night. You know, yeah, friends with it, like just, like knows the chef's name. He like he knew, even the chef felt like he was a part of connected. it. Connected, um, and then and then you know, of course, they finally turn it around, and then they actually just kind of speed through his five victories. Although literally, they were just like, yeah, and then he won five championships. <laughs> but I, well, I, you know what? But I think I think you learn more about somebody by their struggles and right, their triumphs. Right, right. I think that's what they did really well in the Last Dance, which is they focus on his. La- I mean, the the yeah. thing that's undergirding. The last right. dance is his final season with the Bulls, where he's yeah. like old man, like gotta dig deep. Because I think you learn more about these guys through their adversity. I mean, they, right. you know, his struggles with Ferrari, his humble origins. Um, I think that it's there's just uh, there's something about know, speaking of like the humble origins. I mean, I just like it's you know it's like the two winningest guys were are, are Hamilton. And and Schumacher and they yeah. both have a very very similar, um, you know, upbringing in terms of like having to like scrape shit together and and and, you know, coming through on like go karting with using like old tires and you know these other all racing against all these like fucking rich kids, and here comes like this kid who has to fucking like fight for it and and there's like that he that level of. Yeah, that also like you know like a uh, Christian Horner always says clinical about Max's driving, yeah. Yeah. and you know there's something to like what makes a champion champion not just like a guy who can have like a one shot, um, but like it's it's the same thing with like a Nicky Lauda, it's like those guys are cl- they they're clinical, they are yeah. they leave their they're competitive but they leave their they're not doing it necessarily for the glory. Like, the glory comes after the fact. Like, they don't necessarily, like, want to be famous. They, like, they are in it for well, the I, that's where that's where that's where I would push back and say, I think it was very interesting when Schumacher said, don't make a star out of me. I just want to win races. I just love racing. This is yeah. all I want to do. And I think that's more of a Max thing. I right. think Lewis wants to be famous. No, Lewis wants to be famous. And Lewis wants to be famous. Yeah. I, 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 nobody put a gun to his head and said, hey, after your fucking crazy head injury, get on a plane and go to the Met Gala. <laughs> And nobody put a gun to his head and made him do that. I, yeah. I, I did. I know he did buy um, tickets yeah. for a bunch of black designers. And did like he right. had obligation, but like he wants to be famous, and I think he wants Michael's record. Yeah. But I think once he, st- I think one of the reasons he still races, other than Michael's record, is because he's once he retires, he's not going to get the same spotlight. I mean, he doesn't need to keep racing, right. but he gets the same. But he doesn't have the same platform once he stops racing. And it's so funny, like, when you look at his Met Gala, if we're doing, you know, Sir Lewis Hamilton's Fashion Corner for a second. Right. When you look at his Met Gala um, <laughs> outfit, yeah. fit, it's, you know, he's wearing a, bl- first of all, can, we, can I just say about the Met Gala, nobody <laughs> fucking sticks to the goddamn theme. What is the <laughs> point of the theme? Yeah. Because he wore that, I was like, oh, surely the theme must be some sort of gender fluidity. Right, no, right. it's American Independence Day. Right. That was the theme. Right. And Lewis Hamilton wore half a wedding dress under his thing. Which, honestly, if you're into... People were commenting on his fit, like, at the Met Gala. Like, oh, look at Lewis Hamilton. Look what he's wearing. Look, yeah. who, look who designed it. 
Well, I'm like, that's like the, the tamest thing he's ever worn because... <laughs> true. That's so it's true. A, it's, it's the tamest fucking thing he's ever worn. It's not... Because the thing is, is he he goes like Andre 3000 when he's on... When he's in the paddock because he's the most famous fucking guy there. Right. But at the Met Gala, he's like, I better just keep it cool because, yeah. you know, Timothy Chalamet is here. Billy <laughs> Eilish is here. Like, some, right. like, the regular Karda- the, all the, the, Kar- the Kardashians Kim, Kim Kardashian's there. wearing, like, an all, like, a head-to-toe, can't-see-your-face black outfit. Silhouette. Silhouette, Silhouette yeah. Yeah. Um, so, it was interesting. So, he's kind of aware that, like, there are levels of fame. He's obviously very famous. Right. But I thought it was interesting that at the paddock, he's, like, in F1, he's Andre 3000, and in the and the Met Gala, he's like, yeah, I'm here. I'm Lewis. Ga- I'm I'm Lewis Hamilton. Right. Yeah, I'm wearing I'm wearing a little bit extra, but I'm not going like full. No, that's full, insane outfit like he right. does in the paddock. Hashtag tax the rich. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, well, let's talk a little bit about like his life outside of of racing because you know there was there was some amazing moments of like his racing career. Uh, when he when he charged when he when he charged the the other guy in the in the garage when he was trying to lap him during in the rain uh, and he fucking crashed these, into him. David Coulthard. David that Coulthard, was amazing. A, David Coulthard, who is a piece of shit, by the way. He, you know, what he said this week about Yuki. He should pack his little bag and go home. That guy. He said he should pack his little bag and go home. I mean, he would be if he was in America. Oh yeah, that would be be that would be a huge deal. And he brake checked. He brake checked. uh, Michael. He almost Michael brake checked Michael. I mean, but the thing is, when you saw Michael win his first championship, where he just fucking just he he went into the wall and you're like, go for Michael, and then he just crashed into Damon Hill. (laughs) And this is another reason why I think it's good to have outsiders look at this because I feel like we just view it more objectively. Like yeah. I was talking about this. I was explaining this to my friend Jeff, and he was like, "Wait, so, so Michael was, so Michael was ahead by one point, and then this guy tried to pass him, and then Michael crashed into him, and last race, and Michael wins the championship." And I was like, "Yeah," he goes, yeah. "That's insane, <laughs> right? Like if you can win the Super Bowl of your sport by just crashing into somebody, <laughs> then something is fundamentally wrong with your sport." You know the, the you know the shot that Michael made. Uh, Michael Jordan yeah, yeah, the yeah. elbow right. to win the game. Yeah. Uh ninety eight. Like right. the iconic Yeah, shot. the shot. The shot. What if instead of that, he just clotheslined somebody <laughs> to win the game? That's what it is, right? Yeah, hundred percent. What if instead of the block with Andre Iguodala and LeBron, LeBron yeah. just kicked him in the fucking nuts? <laughs> and they're like, and that's a great nut kick by LeBron James. Like that's what it is. And like, it's like, and it's like, and we all know, and we all know, if LeBron James kicks him in the nuts, and then he, they're both kicked out of the game because they were winning yesterday. We all know that LeBron wins today. <laughs> Although you know, LeBron did do the brilliant thing where he stepped over Draymond Green because he knew he had all the techs. Mm-hmm. And then Draymond Green yeah, went for his him nuts, in the balls, and yeah. then kicked him in the ball. So there was that. Yeah, but yeah. the fact that like you could just win the Super Bowl by crashing into somebody else is disgraceful.
useful. <laughs> and, and and by the way, I know everybody did it. I know that Prost did it. I know that Senna did it. So it's yeah. not like I'm singling out Michael. I know that Max probably does, is, will do it. He's definitely going to do it. My, Max <laughs> is going to do it. If it comes to that last race and Max yeah, is ahead done. by one point from Lewis, on turn one, Max is fucking ramming that Red Bull right into that Mercedes' ass. <laughs> Max is having uh, what we like to call a little bit of a racing incident. <laughs> he's, um, having, he's having a tactical foul. <laughs> a it's, tactical, a racing inc- it's a yeah. racing incident. <laughs> um, yeah, so... So the other thing we learned about his career, we also learned that he he you know he married this woman Car- the, the this woman Karina, who yeah. he married before he was famous. So you right. know so you know you know she was uh, down it's the legit. ride, it was legit, and she speaks very lovingly of him. Yeah, he sounds like he was the greatest and, husband of all time. Yeah, I mean there there was a moment that uh, our intern Jenny pointed out to us uh, yeah. that he like pointed to her when he won, and uh-huh. it was like this amazing moment. Yeah, yeah. Uh, kind of like when Bruce Jenner won uh, with his when he went, we did it. It's like these amazing moments, right, right, right. Um, where they sort of recognize their partner's part in right, um, right their greatness, and you know that they there was actually a team effort. Um, and the whole thing about how he tried so hard not to wake her, and he she tried so hard not to wake him. And yeah, it's a very yeah. German way of saying of that they showing were love. Other. Yeah, <laughs> they, <laughs> right, right, was, right. He was just so quiet. That's how you knew he loved him. <laughs> that he loved her is that he right. was so quiet. Um, and she would go sleep in the closet so not to disturb him. And and then you know the most beautiful I want to say the most, and then of course they get into. What happened with him, which I had no, I, I knew he was hurt and, you know, in a diminished capacity. I didn't know the way they were talking about it, you know, make him comfortable. We're protecting him. I was like, right. oh, he's like in a vegetative yeah. state. Right. But the, obviously, I think the most heartbreaking and beautiful part of the documentary was when Mick, when they talked to Mick. And I think, you know, something that I feel so bad for him about is, you know, he never got to like. Because I feel like when you become a man, you get to re-meet your parents, right. especially your father, as a right, man. Right. You get to, they get to stop being this... I mean, obviously, Michael Schumacher was more of a legend than Howard Ellisoffen or Glenn <laughs> Muller. But you know, when you're a kid, you look up yeah. to your dad as this larger-than-life figure, and then right. when you get older, you realize they're just fucking people, and you start to reconnect with them. And basically when he said the thing of like, now I'm into racing and I don't get to talk to him about that. Right. And like to have, because it's sometimes it's hard for men to talk. And I think it's all like, that's why I still keep up with the giants. Right. Right. I, you know, so I can talk to my, so I have something to talk to my father about. Yeah. It's and like my dad like, only wants to talk to me about the Mets and golf. It's men, men need a, men need a third subject in order to be able yes, to like connect with someone. Need a, they need a thing to talk about. And, yeah. and and for him to say, I am actually in F1 and I actually have that that I could share with him and I can't. And I'm like, that breaks my fucking heart because, you know, I would kill to have that thing to talk to my father about all the time. Right. And and he has it and he can't share it with him. And that's yep. just, that was so heartbreaking. Yeah. And the most beautiful part of the documentary. Um, st- still think Esteban could do better than Mick Schumacher's rookie year. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> we actually think we think yeah. we think we think Mick is cool. We just think Esteban is lame for not being able to yeah to pull any pull, <laughs> pull anyone uh, uh, to to pull a single person uh, who's not Lance Stroll. 
Um, yeah, so, yeah, it was a, I thought that documentary was a very serviceable explanation of his career. I feel like if I knew everything about him, I don't know if I'm coming away with much, but right. I'm glad I watched it. I'm glad I learned about him. And Yeah, it's nice. It's, it's also nice to, like, give certain context to, you know, elements of, like, what's happening now and what's happened before and, you know, like, the, the moments of people, you know, fucking crashing into each other strategically because they know where they are in the points, which is, you know, p- part of what was, uh, you know, baked into the cake of what just happened in Monza was that right. Max was aware of the fact that, like, hey, like, if Lewis and I both are out of this race, it's actually kind of fine for me. That's actually a probably, that's a better result than us both finishing mm-hmm. and Lewis finishing better than mm-hmm. me. Um so it's 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 you know these aren't necessarily unprecedented things that we're seeing now and 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 being able to kind of like see other <laughs> psychotic northern europeans do the same things that ones are doing now it's you know history repeating itself yeah i mean and damon hill didn't even seem that he's like well you know yeah i understand he's it. like he's like i, I would have done it too <laughs> like that is something wrong with this sport yeah, but that's but that's what we love the sport. We love the sport because this sport is is um ha- leaves no room for fairness and is all about fucking like drama and people fucking each other over. Yeah, that's and what, the, that's and what's Ferrari good. About it. Who cares get, if it's fair? Ferrari just gets hundreds of millions of dollars for showing up. Yeah, because it's Michael not fair. Schumacher, and Michael Schumacher will just go there because it's Ferrari. Vettel will just go there because it's Ferrari. Charles Leclerc will just go there because it's Ferrari, and like all and you know the rich get richer. And uh, and Haas know, is still on the fucking and Haas, field. Ha- Haas is, and Gunther still has a job. Like That's things right. aren't fair. Life isn't fair. That's right. The rich uh, get richer, and, and Gunther still has a job. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna make that into a fucking t-shirt. <laughs> uh, so, uh, any other things we want to share? Uh, Lance Stroll will be keeping his seat. Vettel mm-hmm. will be keeping his seat. Yeah. Uh, it was funny. Otmar Fnauzer Fuznaza Bazababa. Right. Otmar. Yeah. Whatever his last name is. Yeah. He like was tripping over himself to compliment Vettel. Uh, not Vettel. Uh, Stroll. Not the four-time tramp champion. Uh, Stroll. He was like, <laughs> str- he said Stroll is like the rawest, quickest, one of the best races out there. Yeah. And we're like so lucky to have him and all this shit. And I'm like. At some point, even, like, Lawrence and Lance have to be like, dude, like, tone it down. Like, <laughs> like I know you have to, like, like, even I know you're full of shit. Right. There's like, a, there's, there's a clip on, uh, <laughs> there was a clip that, like, kind of, like, went viral on our favorite um, application TikTok where <laughs> it's a man and he's got, like, this woman on his lap and you kind of, like, can't see, like, you, they're kind of cut off and he goes... And, and the woman's just kind of, like, stone-faced, and the guy's like, hey, everyone, like, today is, like, you know, October 23rd, and we know what that means. I'm here with my girlfriend, blah, blah, blah. And then people started editing it so that <laughs> they edited it, and you do, like, the duet, and you just see his arm. It, it, like, someone put, like, a new arm on the guy, and he has a gun to the girl's head. <laughs> and then someone edited it where it's their feet and the, and the girl's like shaking her her legs are shaking and then someone they, it's like it goes down this rabbit hole of like all of the situation around this like psychotic little like one moment of this guy being like here's my girlfriend and she's just like stone faced and so like <laughs> that just makes me think of like yeah when Otmar said that like Lawrence Stroll is standing there with like a fucking like gun in his hand being like you say nice things about my boy you say nice things about my booby my booby's the fastest this racer on the course. 
Um, yeah. Um, anything else? Oh, yeah. Nicky Lauda is the greatest to ever do it. Yeah, Nicky Lauda is I, the I, true that, fucking goat. He's the true goat. He's forget the Schumacher. Fuck, forget no, fucking... Forget Schumacher. Forget Hamilton. This guy won a couple of championships, got fucking burned alive, mm-hmm. came back like a couple weeks later... And race. That's the only reason James Hunt beat him is because he fucking got lit on fire. <laughs> Literally, like, that whole movie Rush is like, yeah, isn't isn't Chris Hemsworth cool? It's like, <laughs> well, he's cool because he's cool because um, <laughs> because Nicky the Lotto fucking like, like yeah the the, the rat the, the actual rat, best the, guy yeah the rat looking guy yeah, fucking burned I, alive. <laughs> yeah, that's actually why he won. Yeah, um, yeah, he won a couple of championships, got lit on fire, came back. He he brought Michael Schumacher to mm-hmm. Ferrari, made Ferrari great again. Then, then yeah, goes to Mercedes, and then brings Lewis Hamilton from McLaren. I yeah. mean, this guy is a fuck was a fucking G. Yeah, he is the greatest. Yeah, and he you know what? Built and Ferrari you... up. That's right. Because they weren't great when he got there, and then he built up Mercedes. Yeah, this, you know. He was he, he was arguably greater as a you know as a team advisor and manager than he was as a driver. I mean, the, yeah, he's, the got, like, Jer- he's got Jerry West vibes. He's got Jerry he's West vibes, that. and uh, you know, and, and what we've recently discovered is, is that he's got Antonio Marziale vibes because he might be <laughs> he might be a good actor, but once you see his short film, babe, we understand that he's the greatest director in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's for. That's know, for us and us that? only. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, well, so next week we got Sochi. If I know anything yeah. about Sochi, is that almost every turn is a right angle um, because yeah. I play it on the little video game, and that's what I know about it. And then at the end, there's a, there's a big, long fucking straight, and then at the end, you got to slow down a lot because that last turn is really got to slow down so much because if you, you come gotta, with too you much gotta, speed, you're going to fucking hit the wall. Yeah, you got to break <laughs> hard on that, on that iPhone. And that's our pre- that's the that's our preview episode was that last thirty seconds for uh, yeah. for Sochi. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. We only we only we only have a handful of races left, um, and we're trying to go to Austin. So if you know if you get, if you if you know an Austin connect, hit us up on on Instagram at uh, the Red Flags Pod. Review us on iTunes. Um, a little bit of a different one for us, but maybe we'll you know keep doing the movie reviews because this was this was kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Later, Vankas. Goodbye, Vankas.